Step into the world of advertising with FjorgeCast, predicting the most important trends in the advertising industry. Host Tim Barsness dishes on the latest developments within the advertising realm. Tune into the FjorgeCast to receive insider tips and advice from experts within the advertising industry. FjorgeCast is your first stop in hearing about the unique opportunities and challenges advertisers face today. Cranberry Radio is proud to present FjorgeCast with your host, Tim Barsness. Thanks for joining us on FjorgeCast. I'm Tim Barsness, founder of web and mobile development team Fjorge. And today in our show, we will be talking with Seth Warby, CEO and founder of full-service marketing agency Champ Internet Solutions. Welcome to the show, Seth. Thanks, Tim. Glad to be here. Glad you're here. Uh, Seth, can you tell us a little bit about about your company? Yeah, definitely. So Champ Internet Solutions is a full-service digital marketing agency, and we offer uh, personalized web solutions to make businesses grow. Uh, at the end of the day, when people ask what we do, uh, we help people make money or get people into the seats or whatever it is you're looking to achieve. Um, we like to look at things with an approach starting with the end in mind. And uh, <clears throat> with every business organization or whatever the effort might be in marketing, you know, there's always an end goal. And what we do here at Champ is we understand that end goal up front and then work with our clients to uh, put together a measurable action plan or an action plan with measurable results using highly customized programs to make your business, in essence, outshine the competition. Got it. Let's, so let's talk a little bit about Seth. Um, how did you come to found uh, your company? What What's your background? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Great question. So um, my background is I actually went to school at a really unique time. It was about two years after about two years after um, Google was was invented and pushed out to the uh, the online community, and I specialized in in SEO for over a decade, um, very early on as the theories were coming about. Uh, if it's good for the user, it's good for the search engine and indexability, <clears throat> authoritativeness and relevancy, and things like that to make your sites come up in the search engines when people were you know throwing the yellow pages in the trash and and moving to search engines to find things. Um, with that, I have a degree in uh, e-business and commerce and uh, focused uh, a long time working with large brands. So I've worked with uh, brands such as Pfizer, A&E TV, P&G, Novartis, um, the History Channel, Biography Channel, uh, managing as a project manager and SEO specialist, pushing along a lot of their SEO and online marketing efforts. Um, and about nine the recession hit and uh well actually prior to that <clears throat> i had uh started a search department at a, the largest privately owned web development firm in boston about two years before that helped grow that team from oh i think it was the 21st person and they're over about 500 now and helps grow that team up um and when the recession hit in 09 decided it was time to start champ and you know the goal with champ <clears throat> again going back to it in my background is I, I always knew how to drive traffic to people and I always knew how to convert better. So if we can focus on those two elements, uh, you know, generating more traffic uh, as well as bringing in, um, you know, that traffic into a conversion. If you had a half percent conversion, get that to a 1% conversion, you've doubled your, your, uh, your sales. If you go from 100 visitors to 200 visitors, you've doubled your audience. So focusing on those two things, but you know, it really hit me back in 2001 um, when I realized for the first time that I've always wanted to own a business since I'm, oh, I don't know, 10 years old. 
I had an ice cream truck on my 18th birthday that I went out and picked up. And uh, I'll tell you that uh, I noticed in 2001 when it was about time that <clears throat> that a brick and mortar store will only get so many people literally have a ceiling, not just figuratively, but also literally where when you go online, you can see uh, somebody like Amazon <clears throat> who I think has exceeded a hundred billion. I'm not sure. in revenue a year ago was 88 billion uh, two years back. So, and they continue to grow, but with that, you know, obviously online allows for, for more space. So I have specialized in that for the better part of the last 17 years. Um, I'm curious, uh, you know, it sounds like growing up, you, yep. you were a natural born entrepreneur. Um, what was it about marketing specifically, or even online marketing that, um, made you drive your efforts that direction? That is a great question. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Uh, kind of that closet entrepreneur, even from my my childhood, I realized at a young age, the NBA or Major League Baseball wasn't calling. <clears throat> my fastball doesn't go much faster than about 79, um, which is good in the Little League uh, ranks. But uh, as you get older, that's not going to get you very far. Um, so with that, absolutely on the business side, um, you know, marketing in general, to say I've always enjoyed selling or selling myself um, <clears throat> as I work with people would be an understatement. But I find that when you're already sold to the person you're talking to, uh, it is most effective. And you do that by marketing yourself and positioning yourself properly. So, you know, for example, Champ's been in business now eight and a half years, and we've never technically gone to market. Every single person in our 100 plus clients that sit across the table from us have come to us from word of mouth. Oh, we heard you do this, or you're the person to talk to you for that. And what they're doing is our marketing efforts working to bring them in. Uh, so at the end of the day, you know, marketing has always been something that I've gravitated towards. And the best way to say it is I've seen what not to do so many times. It drives me crazy that not enough companies do it right. So very simple steps, you know, asking yourself, who is it I want to communicate? How do I want to communicate with them? How do I, you know, what action do I want them to take? How are they going to take that action? How easy is it to take that action um, and creating that cohesive message across all platforms, whether it be from a billboard to your business card, to your search results, to retargeting that <clears throat> might even show up on, you know, frequent insights such as Facebook and Barstool Sports, you know, having the ability to have that cohesive constant message out to your audience, it just makes it that much simpler to succeed. Makes sense. It sounds like you've had some um, great opportunities in your career. I'm curious, what's the, coolest thing you think you've done in your career? So that's an interesting question. Uh, you know, I've been thinking about that one, knowing you're going to ask. There are some things I'd love to tell, but, uh, you know, you know, when in Vegas, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, I guess is how they say it. Um, but, uh, but with that said, uh, you know, the, the greatest thing in my career was the moment I'd say around 2009 when I decided that champ was a reality. Uh, it had been something that I had dreamed about for years. I had been directing, other people growing departments for, you know, and, and making other people money for years and really realized that, you know, there was an opportunity to do something better here and that not just doing it for myself and building an Amazon, but helping as a service business, other small and mid-sized businesses achieve their goals, taking a business in the last eight years from, you know, a client's business from 5 million to 30 million and watching how he tells his friends about that when he goes to the golf course I mean, that just stuff like that puts a smile on my face and we get calls in return from his golfing buddies that say, I want what he has. 
So, you know, at the end of the day, there was a moment, I'd say March of 2009, I was, uh, I was down in Aruba and I made the decision. It's, it's happening. I wrote the word champ in the sand and took a picture of it. Uh, you can find that picture on our history page on our website. And, um, that was it. It was a uh, pedal to the metal. I think we had four clients within a, a week after that moment and, um, an office space six months later, first employees and we just moved to our fourth office as we continue to expand over the last eight years. So it's been a really just pedal to the metal since that day. So I would say making the decision to take the gamble more so than writing my name in the sand or the name champ in the sand. However, it was a nice night, a nice day. And, uh, I wouldn't mind being on the beach in Aruba right now. So not a bad Totally. Thing. Totally. Can you, can you describe how, how you felt after writing champ in the sand? <laughs> Vindicated, scared, nervous, excited, um, you know, a lot of things go through your mind, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, for anybody thinking of starting a business or being an entrepreneur, you know, there's so many things that come to it. You know, it can be terrifying. It can be incredible. It can be energizing. Um, you know, you have to be able to do certain things. The ability to multitask becomes more prevalent than ever before you know, knowing every little angle of your business, especially as you bring on employees from, you know, when they need time off to what their skill sets are, their strengths and weaknesses, and, you know, what they need from you, whether you're still, you know, when you start, you're the IT guy, you're the controller, you're the CEO, you're the project manager. So you're constantly jumping around and you want it done right your way. Uh, You know, quality is key. So, you know, always go above and beyond uh, you know, is it over, over deliver and under promise, be a hero, not a zero. Um, so, you know, we got to live those things, you know, you got to remember to work hard and play hard. Don't forget to sit back, you know, go to, go to a game, take the team out, go to do some roller coasters together, things like that. But at the end of the day, that helps people work stronger together. Um, you know, I talked about this a little earlier, but ultimately taking risks is, is a huge part. If you're not a risk taker, owning a business isn't for you, unless you've just in invented the most incredible product that sells itself, then, uh, you know, no risk involved. Um, and, and, you know, and another thing to consider is, you know, shift, shifting you go. I use the, the, uh, the statement athletes adjust a lot. So, you know, be able to adjust on the fly. When I started the business, I thought, oh, we're going to help people drive traffic. Um, and, oh, maybe we'll build some decent looking websites. I did not anticipate the growth and uh, the way it's transpired into bringing in uh, experts in multiple fields from social media to creative design to even video and media and NPR and having all these efforts work cohesively through multiple platforms has allowed our business to grow and, and all our clients as well. We need to take a break, but when we come back, we will be getting some marketing advice from Seth. Don't go away. Georgecast with Tim Barsness. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. 
Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Tim Barsness is back with more advertising advice with FjordCast, only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to FjordCast. I'm your host, Tim Barsness, and I'm here with Seth of Full Service Marketing Agency, Champ Internet Solutions. Seth, can you give our listeners a pointer or two on, on how Champ does their their work so effectively? Yeah, absolutely. So our work, you know, we, we run the gamut. We do some of the big restaurants in Boston and on in um, and as well as, uh, in Connecticut and New England area, we do work for e-commerce sites. We do work for scientific sites for water plants. So we, it runs the gamut at the end of the day, the client to us, I don't want to say it doesn't matter. We definitely have, um, you know, some niches, but at, at the end of the day, it's important that when we do our work, we start with the end in mind and go through a discovery phase. So understanding from the client and or the business or organization what they're looking to accomplish and how they want to get there is something that Champ focuses more than any other agency or more than most agencies. So I've, you know, in this day and age, most businesses that come to us are coming with a problem that they're trying to solve. Uh, and nowadays, you know, they have a website or they've been in business 10 years, 20 years even 50 years and they've never invested online to do it the right way. Threw up a website in 2010 haven't looked at it since this and that. So for us, you know, looking at what they've done wrong or not so much what they've done wrong, but what is the pain point and what is the opportunity? Um, not to get too academic, but a traditional SWOT analysis without saying it is the best way to review your own business or a marketing opportunity and look at the strengths and the weaknesses and the opportunities and threats out there. And everybody does that differently. Um, but by doing that up front, you've uncovered, you know, all, all the different things that you might run into. And now six, 12 months down the road, you don't look at your site and say, well, why do my nine competitors have this widget? And I don't, well, if you catch that up front, that widget becomes a conversation for you. Is that something I need? Is that a want? Will that help business grow? Um, so that, that's a, a big part of how we work to make our clients successful. Furthermore, we work on an ongoing basis. We're not just selling one-time uh, websites, but we work in a retainer model that's full service. So we work with our client to put together a roadmap or a game plan, knowing that they all have these different needs from print to SEO, search engine optimization, to social media, 
to conversion enhancement and web development and design, um, we work with them to put a roadmap in place under one roof and oh, on a month-by-month basis help them achieve their ROI both short and long-term. I, I'm curious, um, how does Champ say, stay on top of uh, trends to ensure that they're at the cutting edge of the market? Great question. I, I get asked that all the time. So as a team here, we collectively have uh, lunch and learns where we'll bring in food and you know people will share ideas, client successes, things like that. And we also uh, admittedly use Slack, which is a great, great software. We switched over to recently. Slack is a, a business communication software. Uh, cloud-based. If you're not using it in your business, definitely worth taking the free trial, not to promote them too much here, but uh, but we have a Slack channel for specifically that general and random information, as well as, um, you know, as well as uh, educational sharing. So we have professional development and courses, team building activities. Um, and, you know, to be brutally honest, as our, our team here of experts finds great information, they tend to just send it out to the rest of the team and not to call us dorks or nerds, but our guys like that stuff. So we're all learning from each other. It's the best way to share information. Got it. When you meet with a, a prospect, um, what do you uh, tell them as to why they should invest in online marketing? Great question. Um, well, online marketing is, you know, let's just take a step back, but the internet itself is the first time in, I don't want to say the history of the world, but first time in the history of business, well, I guess the history of the world, where where people can tell you exactly what they want and how they want to be marketed to or advertised to. So for example, if you're selling makeup, you're not going to want to run it. Well, more than likely might not want to run it during halftime of the Patriots game. Although there is, you know, I don't want to identify. There are a lot of fans out there that might wear makeup. With that said, you're going to have a larger return more than likely based on um, my hypothesis here and my research is that if you ran that ad during sex in the city on TBS on you know, at a prime time at night or something like that. So understanding your audience and traditional advertising and marketing, um, you know, and, and, and multiple channels is always, uh, always going to work and be important, but you're playing the visibility game at that point. Who's watching? Do they really want it? Do they wear red makeup or blue makeup? I'm advertising green makeup. Uh Oh, you know, so you're, you're not matching your audience when it comes to the internet or online marketing you know, for the most part, early on, we were really keen on search search terms. So people would um, people would search, and you know, SEO and and pay per click. We could come up for those words. They would tell us, "I'm looking to buy Boston Red Sox tickets." Well, if you were selling Boston Red Sox tickets, if you could do it right, you could rank, be visible, 100% of pages come up when that search takes place. Or sorry. People see 100% of people see what comes up on page one. So if you can get on to page one, you know you're going to be visible when they're telling you, "I want to search that." Um, that has transitioned over time, and it's become much more of a long tail and competitive game. So understanding, you know, if you're a landscaper in New York, you know, ranking for the word landscaping or lawn mowing won't help you if you, you know, somebody searching that in Phoenix or in Los Angeles or in Boston even. So, you know, localizing and figuring out your niche for your audience has become more and more uh, prominent through the years. Obviously, developing omni-channel or multi-channel um, uh, campaigns is also a very important way. I mean, people tend, especially in the older market, tend to do a lot of their research on mobile, um, but will, you know, then, you know, actually make their purchase on desktop. And 
We'll talk about that, that a little later in one of the article reviews. But in, regardless, the point there is make sure that your platform messaging uh, matches across all platforms. Totally. Um, I'm curious as a small business, how do I prioritize my um, online marketing dollars? Where, where should I invest? How can I compete? Great question. So you, I've been asked that before. I only have how much and I only have this much and I want to make this. So I, I tell people this, crawl before you run. Don't just take X amount of dollars and say, this is our marketing budget for the year and let's spend it all next week on AdWords or on retargeting ads or on social media placement. You know, crawl before you run understand your business and what platforms are going to make sense to advertise or, or do marketing for, um, run tests, AB tests, multivariate tests of all types. If you can, you know, Vermont teddy bear years ago, ran a test on the child and the bear and the homepage and rotated it hundreds of times throughout a multiple month period and returned results as to what kid would, you know, where they got the best conversion rate based on the emotions that struck with certain customers, even in certain regions, which gets super advanced. So that's not where I'd start, but understand that you can get to that level. Now, with that said, start with the end in mind, always start slow. You know, I try to tell people spend 10 and see if you made 20 and then spend 20 and see if you make 40. The equation will end for everybody at some point, but don't just start by spending your ceiling and then finding out that, you know, you didn't get return. Um, as I speak to that, you know, one of the key things I would do up front, anybody starting an effort, um, is set up advanced analytics, make sure they're configured properly, you know, filter out yourself, your developers, uh, so that traffic doesn't skew your numbers, make sure you have conversions set up, whether it be contact forms, purchases, um, you know, number of people who come into a location that you're manually tracking could be phone call conversions, Whatever it might be for everybody, it's different. But whatever goal it is you want them to take, track that and try to track it back to the location of where they're coming from. Facebook, search and Google, you know, direct visitor. Um, even we all see it on TV where there are ads where it says go to, you know, our special. It's whatever.com forward slash TV offer. You know, what they're doing there is just trying to track how effective the TV offer is. And they do that by providing an additional discount if you put that in. Um, so that's important. And, uh, you know, one last thought here is just don't just send people to your homepage, but use landing pages, target specific consumers. You know, if they, you know they want to buy a red widget, have them land on the red widget page, not the page that says where widgets are us. Um, or if you can target nitty gritty demographics, location, and keywords, you're going to be winning the game. You're going to be a step ahead of the battle. Totally. Uh, we need to take our second break, but when we come back, we'll talk about improving e-commerce conversion rates, as well as the changing landscape of digital consumers. Don't go away. Georgecast with Tim Barsness. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjorge, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjorgeDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E Digital.com. 
book lovers and hundreds of compelling contemporary authors are heading to Miami for the 34th annual Miami Book Fair, Friday, November 17th through Sunday, November 19th. See in person amazing authors, including Vice President Joe Biden, Senator Al Franken, Russell Banks, Michael Eric Dyson, Armistead Malpin, Angela J. Davis, Scott Turo, Walter Isaacson, and many more. The 34th Annual Miami Book Fair. For more information, visit MiamiBookFair.com. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Tim Barsness is back with more advertising advice with FjordCast, only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to FjordCast. I'm your host, Tim Barsness, and I'm here with Seth Werby of Champ Internet Solutions. Our first story today, uh, written by Seth, is titled Convert Views into Sales, Conversion Optimization for Your E-Commerce Site. Um, Seth, the ar- article outlines how to improve conversion rates in eight steps. Can you outline the eight steps for us? Sure, absolutely. I mean, as you as we talked about earlier, I'm very entrepreneurial on my end. And one of the things I've done over the years is uh, we built a few e-com sites here um, that Champ owns and operates, and, and they've done very well. Um, and we bring those findings to our clients. Um, and Website Magazine recently reached out and asked us to share how we've been able to do this so successfully and and bring these different skill sets together, which is really creative design and conversion enhancement and traffic generation. And by bringing those two things together, um, it, it's huge. So, uh, yeah, I'll hop right to it. Um, you know, the article is available on Website Magazine. And we talk about, you know, eight key things in there, you know, setting your brand apart. Nothing more there um, to really say except beyond just e-commerce, but always try to set your brand apart. Make sure you understand who you are, who your audience is, what makes you unique, and uh, and make sure that you know your deliverables can be delivered if you're promising them. Quality is everything. Mouth is everything. Whether it's online or offline, uh, you know people inherently trust other people. So the second bullet I have there is what's called create your circle of trust. And I'll talk about that briefly here because your circle of trust, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago, I say back in the day, five years ago, uh, when, when the earth was flat, the um, people would, you know, kind of ask, uh, who do I use or uh, how do I, how do I buy this? You know, who is the right person to buy this from? You'd ask your neighbors, your colleagues, your friends, your family. Nowadays with social media um, and, and online review sites, you know, especially with purchases, people inherently trust other people. And that circle of trust is extended beyond um, the people that are in your physical reach. So it's very important to constantly grow that circle, but deliver quality. Um, we a section called lock it down, you know, and that's nothing more than just making sure you have all your security set up properly. You know, when I started this, a lot of people were nervous about purchasing online, putting information online and further for the right, you know, at the time it was very easy for um, people with skill sets like myself and other uh, programmers and marketers to find that information where they shouldn't. Um, but nowadays that's much, you know, everything's encrypted and cleaner. Um, so make sure all your stuff is locked down, meaning SSL certificates, your developers can help you with that. 
And at the end of the day, um, Google uh, will smile upon you if you have all of those things taken care of and give you a, a benefit. Um, make shopping easy. Don't make it hard for a user to figure out how to um, uh, make it so that you know users can just quickly add it to the cart, get it right in. They don't. If a user has to figure out how to buy from you, then you've done something wrong. That's the best way to say. Say that. Totally, so no barriers. Idea. Yeah, no barriers. Um, quality is huge. Invest in the quality. Uh, make sure that excellent imagery, videos, your copy needs to be clean. Don't you know? Spend that extra dollar to have an editor read every page. Um, you know, always important. Uh, make sure that the images are real. If you can get away from stock imagery whenever you can, that's always great. Um, unless it's specifically a product from the manufacturer, that's always best. Uh, fast checkout. Don't you're going to lose. I'd say 60% of uh, carts are abandoned um, in the world on all websites. Uh, that's an approximate number. It shifts year to year from different you know surveys I see, uh, but it's approximately about 60%. So you know, make it so your cart is as easy as possible, not only to add to but to get through and check out. And don't let them go. You know, there are a ton of softwares and techniques out there that once you have a visitor, even if they don't purchase on that first visit. Um, there are abandonment cart, cart softwares that can be added. You can retarget to them. Uh, you can offer them a discount as they close the page, this, that, the other thing, but you've worked so hard to get that audience. Even if you can catch, you know, five to 10% of them, um, that were about to leave and have them come back for, you know, a mid-sized business that could mean potentially, you know, six to nine figures of additional revenue they didn't have before. Totally. I'm curious, um, which of these areas do you find customers have the biggest room for improvement? The shopping cart experience. So the biggest area for improvement, I can't tell you how many clients of ours come to us. Oh, we do e-commerce. And I look and it's, it takes you to PayPal, which I love PayPal. Don't get me wrong when it's seamless and the user doesn't realize that's the processor. But at the end of the day, you know, you're leaving their site to go to a third party. It's, it feels so, <laughs> this is going to sound, sound a little out there, but it feels so 2006, 2007, you know, it's just not what people want to see. It almost doesn't feel trusted. If anything, a lot of times people even is this site even still in business? And I've seen that before where a client said to me in their kickoff meeting with us, we get a lot of calls that ask, are we still shipping or are we still in business? I'm like, hell yeah, we're still shipping. Like, why, how did they not know that? And it's like, well, cause your website on mobile is huge. It's not responsive. You know, they can't add to cart without going to a different site. And your copyright footer says last updated in 2011. Well, more than likely a consumer is now concerned and or doesn't know if their purchase is ever going to be fulfilled. So, you know, constant information, remaining fresh, posting in social media, uh, putting dates on your site, showing latest posts for blogs and news and events, things like that will show a user, hey, these guys are active um, and in business. And don't be afraid to refresh. People don't mind a refresh. eBay did it in the early 2000s, and they took a whole year to move their page from a white back, uh, tan background to a white background by one pixel a day for a year so they wouldn't affect their audience and lose it. I'm not saying go to those extents, but no matter how successful you are, don't be scared of change either. Got it. Very cool. Um, our second article today titled, uh, The Biggest Mobile Misconception. Um, 
I'm curious, Seth, what do they say the biggest misconception is? Yeah, the biggest mobile misconception is, uh, well, I'm not really sure there. That's a good one. No, I'm no, just kidding. The, at the end of the day, there's you know a lot of things that can be done. But the biggest conception is uh, the amount of traffic, I think, that's taking place and the amount of time people are spending on their phone. And it comes down to the different demographics. You know, in the article I was reviewing prior to this, I was in that age. You know, it talks a lot about the baby boomer boomer market. And one of the things, um, I wrote a paper way back when, I'd say about 14 years ago, 13 years ago, about how demographics will shift online. And in that paper, I talked a lot about how, this is before people were comfortable, but even putting, filling out a contact form, let alone making most purchases online. Amazon was still just a, literally a bookstore at the time. Um, maybe a couple of audiobooks, that's the way I like them. But at the end of the day, um, you know, demographics have shifted. Everything I wrote about, minus the ability for us to vote online, which I don't think we're far away from, has happened. The audience has shifted, and people are not scared to take these actions online. Well, with smartphones in 2013 coming about, and or with their, they came about earlier than that, but with their massive growth in the 2013-14 range in the last five years or so, if even even shorter than that, less three to three to five years. Um, people are trusting the online channel on their phones as well. So that is a, you know, an area that needs to be focused on. And a lot of businesses are not developing. And we talked about this earlier, these omni-channel campaigns, if you will, or cross-channel, I've heard it called multi-channel, you know, multiple, you know, ways of mentioning it. But, you know, if somebody looks and does the research on your phone, on their phone, you can then retarget to them on other websites and bring them back to a purchase. Also, most, as we talked about, mobile researchers will actually go to their desktop to then make the purchase, um, which we find interesting. Um, a couple other things there, uh, and turn it back to you, Tim, would be, yeah, would be to just create a cohesive message, you know, have mobile landing pages, um, provide discounts, you know, communicate strategically, and research on mobile, but make, you know, but make it so that you can retarget them and bring them into specific landing pages. And that will, in essence, close the loop on, on mobile and bringing customers to, to, a, to an action or to a purchase. Totally. And we're out of time. So that's it for FjordCast. Thanks for being on the show today, Seth. Show today. Um, thanks for having me, guys. Have a great one. Uh, I'm curious, how can people reach you online, Seth? Oh, absolutely. I almost forgot the most important part. If you guys, anybody's interested in reaching out, you can reach us at champinternet.com. Our phone number here is 617-517-0733, or you can email us at info at champinternet.com. If you have any specific questions for me about your site or just want to chat more about this stuff, my email specifically is Seth, S-E-T-H, at champinternet.com, or feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm easy to find. And uh, thanks for me. Looking forward to hearing from you guys. You got it. Thanks for listening. Thanks to our listeners for joining us. You can download episodes of the program by going to webmasterradio.fm or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited.